Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy Podcast. Today we got Mailbox Monday, the fun little installment where we answer all the questions we get throughout the week. So we have a few questions that we've gone throughout the week and we actually just recently posted a full arm workout, which I really recommend you check out on our YouTube, just YouTube Colossus Fitness, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S Fitness, and you can find us there. And it's a great little workout. It's a full arm workout we're currently doing. Before we started the video, we said comment some questions down below that you'd like us to answer in our Mailbox Monday. So that's where we're deriving these from. Um, it's only been up, I guess we uploaded it one, it's now a little bit later, almost four, so we only got a few, but we're gonna jump right into them. Alrighty, so first question was from Jake Jefferson, what are some outside the box fitness tips? We got so just things that are a little different, things that you're not gonna commonly hear us say, little small things, what do you got? Um, I'd say uh, one thing is less is more. This is something Josh has always said and something that I think a lot of people kind of overlook. You know, uh, I'll say this all the time because I, I'm a firm believer of it. Uh, you don't need to be in the gym seven days a week, three hours um, every single day. You know, you just got to go in, put in what needs to be done. And uh, it's not pretty and a lot of people don't like to admit to this, but this is something that, uh, you know, is kind of outside the box and will help you guys out. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got some cool ones from the kitchen that just came to mind. So, cinnamon for uh, fat loss, especially in the stomach region. There's been some research for that. Obviously, it's going to be small, but I like sprinkling a little bit of cinnamon onto my oatmeal every morning. Get that little extra edge from that. Um, another big one is a lot of people like to cook with like a lot of oil or butter or margarine as a base. And instead of frying with that, you can actually just use coconut butter. And that's significantly less calories. Um, I find it's even better to cook with. And it's just a really good thing to kind of keep around. And the small things like that are going to add up big time. Another huge one is there's usually a light peanut butter option over the heavier peanut butter. And since people love peanut butter and they tend to go pretty overboard with it and really load it up, I like to just go a little bit with that uh, lighter one where it's got a little bit less calories, still nice and high in healthy fats, but it's kind of reduced from the butter aspect. So it's just, <laughs> it's a little more balanced and you're able to actually have more. And often, more often than not, you can find things like this. Even switching from 2% milk to skim milk, it's gonna taste a little different, but you're gonna get used to it. And then before you know it, you know, throughout the days, you're saving a ton of fats, proteins right up there. And this will, these little small changes in your life will continue to add up, switching from juices and things like that. Because a lot of people will say, oh, I'm gonna juice, I'm getting fruits. But if you look at it, like, no one's gonna be able to eat like six oranges. There's just no way, but if you're having like one and a half cups of ju orange juice, that's how much you're basically taking in. That's an insane amount of like sugars and calories, and it's just not something you really need. It's better just to have an orange and have a glass of water. That's Those are really good tips. One just came to me uh, as well, and it's kind of a bit of a weird, different one, but uh, I say just like kind of dress well in the gym and the reason I say this is because I kind of am a firm believer that if you're feeling good you're going to perform good I find like if I'm doing arm day and I've got a tank top and I'm pumped up like my reps are going to be better my sets I'm going to just be fired up and I'm just going to want to hit the gym whereas if like on a day like that I'm wearing a sweater and I'm just not feeling it or just like a crappy piece of clothing that I don't mm -hmm. like I'm just not going to be uh, as into it so you know it's kind of worth it to spend a little bit of extra money to uh, wear clothing that you're going to really feel good in and kind of um, get fired up and another good one when you're in the gym everyone likes to think that everyone's staring at them especially newer people are caring about what you're doing unless you're doing something really odd 
it's more likely than not that no one's really going to care. They're going to see you doing your thing. They're going to respect it and move on. Uh, a lot of people that are newer in the gym are really self-conscious that everyone's going to be judging them and watching them. And unless you're doing something cringeworthy, no one really cares. Everyone's there to do their thing and be better. And that's not something that's worth concerning yourself with and getting in your own head about that. Just get in there and do what you got to do. Beauty. Those are some good tips, man. Uh, so the next one was um, from Cuts and Shreds. He said, what tips do you have to avoid binge eating at night? This is a good so question. So we just uploaded an entire binge episode, if you're listening to this now, past Thursday, which is tomorrow for us. So this is all kind of messed up. Obviously, we film these before they come out, yeah. load them up. But we have an entire podcast on that, um, just binge eating in general. We definitely recommend you check that out if you haven't already. But for those that haven't or any specific night tips, I know Kyle... Have some really good ones. Jump um, into it. A couple things I find, and like, I'm not going to exactly use the term binge eating here, but I'd say just like. Let's just say eating more calories yeah, at night. Yeah, yeah, eating more calories at night, overeating, you know, having foods that you shouldn't be having. Uh, I'd say for me, a couple things that uh, have personally worked in the past is just brush my teeth. Like, if I get home at like 9 or 10 uh, and I'm really craving something, I find it really helps to uh, just go right to the washer and brush your teeth, and then that way it kind of tells you, like, okay, you're cut off for the night. And uh, I, I honestly have never gone over calories um, after that point because I don't want to have to brush them again so that usually helps as well as just going to sleep if it's you know 2 a.m. chances are you're not going to grab veggies or anything like that and if you're hungry you're going to eat um, so basically sometimes I'll just go right to bed if I'm hungry and that's always worked as well and um also opt out for some, you know, uh, higher or sorry, lower calorie options. Like if you're really craving chips, you can have skinny pop popcorn or something that's just of the lower calorie nature that's going to still keep you on track and not uh, make you go crazy over your calories. For me, I, I think the biggest and best tip is um, realizing there's a big difference between hunger and boredom. Yeah. So when you're just bored, you know, you're just going to want to reach out, get some salty food, simulate yourself in that sense with uh, getting kind of some good food in your system. Uh, and it's just, it's not worth it really at the end of the day. If you're bored and you're, you know, an easy way to tell if you're hungry is if you can eat like an entire bowl of vegetables, right? then you're probably hungry because you're going to want to actually eat and have food as fuel. But if you're just bored, you're going to say, I don't want the vegetables, whatever. And that probably tells me that you don't need to eat if you're over your calories, and it's probably better just pass on it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great point. Um, one of my clients the other day was just asking me about it because a lot of people have the misconception that uh, eating late at night is actually like super bad for you. But the main reason, what I find like is actually the reason is because if it's, you know, 11 p.m. and you're watching TV and just kind of like having a glass of wine, uh, it's just common for most people just overindulge on those higher fat, um, higher calorie options. And that's usually what will just push you well over, especially when you're uh, already at your calorie limit. Yeah, people will usually reach for the chips, yeah. the wings, Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what else people have, <laughs> candies, yeah. if that's even a thing, pop, stuff like that, right? Yeah, and that stuff adds up, especially when you've reached your limit. Oh yeah, those snacking foods are brutal. Another good one is just don't keep it in the house. Yeah. If you know, like, usually half the time oh, when I'm so hungry good. at night and I look for food and I'm like, wow, I have nothing. Except for like chicken, mm -hmm. meats, and other vegetables. I'm just like, screw this. Yeah. And I just move on with my life. Um, that's a good one. Another big one is tea. I like to have tea. Yeah, Usually at night, like because yes, I'm bored and I want to simulate myself in some weird way with some food or something to drink. Like, just nice to have. So usually I'll just have some tea and then even better yet, some BCAAs, BCAAs rather, <laughs> not AAAs. 
So you just drink a little bit of that, it tastes good. It's like three to five calories. Tea's hardly, it's nothing as well. It's just easy and it tastes good. Yeah. Warms your tummy, gets you through the night, boom, bada bang. And then one last thing, I know we're continuing on with this, is uh, just, you know, if, if you really feel the need to allocate some calories, just do so. If it's three or 400 calories that you find yourself commonly having at night, like you could just cut yourself off right there. But as long as you are kind of aware that that's what's gonna happen and, and it's not gonna be anything like over overboard, then just uh, allocate that and you should be fine. Um, another question we got was, what are some examples of a good breakfast to start the day? So this is a great question. Um, for me personally, uh, Josh actually got me into oatmeal, and I just find oatmeal fantastic. I wish I could have it more, but lately I haven't been just because uh, I haven't really been home to cook it. But basically, there's so many different benefits from just being like overall nutritious to um, being super like filling. So you could only have, you know, let's say 200 calories worth of it, but you're still super full instead of having like a Pop Tart for the same and just being extremely hungry. You can make it your own. You can add blueberries, strawberries, peanut butter, just make it fun and change it up each day. So that's definitely. In my opinion, probably the best thing that I could recommend to anyone who's just looking to either bulk up or, or cut down because if you're looking to bulk up, you can make it 700 calories. If you're looking to cut down, you can make it 150, 200 uh, or, or whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. That's the train I'm on. I've had some great breakfast patterns in the past. A big one I was really, really passionate about was smoothies. I used to do it. If you're someone who only has like three minutes, five minutes to get ready, you just make it the night before, put it all in your little blender bottle, keep it in the fridge, bunch of fruits, little peanut butter, little milk. You can have that pre-prepared. You slap it in, blend it up, and you're out the door. You know, you could put a lot of things like hemp hearts, chia seeds, vegetables. You can just make it whatever you want. And a smoothie is just so good. Some protein in there. Like, it's just quick. You can drink it. gets you going. It's light in your stomach. It's not a ton of food. That's usually why, like... I personally will avoid like the big breakfast kind of style meal like sausage, toast, ton of eggs, stuff like that. Like to me I just feel really lethargic after. So something like that or oatmeal, you know, that's not too much food and then usually I'll eat to where I'm kind of satisfied, not full, kind of gets me going because if I really crank it in the morning, it's a horrible start for me. I just, once again, I just feel like lazy and I don't want to move. I want to just lay down and take a nap or something and that's not what you want. You want to be able to get up and go. So saying so, um, if you're into really high fat, uh, you can do oatmeal for, or not oatmeal rather, an omelet. And that's going to do really well there. You can put in a ton of vegetables. You go like with the cheese, get some more fats in there, or even like a lactose-free cheese that's really dense in protein. A bunch of hams, meats, and you can make that really, really high protein. You can do things like Kodiak cake pancakes, which are like flapjacks. Put protein powder in there. Have another really great kind of fun start. And yeah, breakfast foods are a big kind of kick to your day. If you're into fasting, that's cool too. But I really just like starting my day off with something nice and hearty. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. If you start off and you're just feeling slow, then you're going to perform slow and it's not going to be the greatest day. Been there, done that. When I was bulking, I just had, similar to what Josh was saying, you know, um, it was just like hash browns. It was uh, just three eggs and it was just so much different stuff and it's just, you, you feel horrible. So you got to find stuff that just fuels you and makes you feel good. Um, so we got another question on here. Uh, what are... Your best tips if you've lost your usual appetite seems to change with the seasons. Uh, so this was from Paul Benish. Um, and you want to answer this one? You got it. Okay, so, yeah, like... Um, You're ready. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm already ready for this one. I've been thinking about this one. It just came in. Um, but yeah, so this one is kind of a, like a bit of a different question. Uh, if you've lost your appetite and like you just can't um, like seem to fill yourself up. Uh, Josh was saying this earlier uh, to me when we were talking about it. But you could just like switch your goals to like whatever season fits like if it's summer and you're you're able to like avoid eating a lot of foods or um and stuff like that then you should aim to like cut then and uh bulking like in winter if you're uh able to eat a little bit more then i'd recommend doing that but on top of that you could uh just uh, simply for for someone like you just can't consume too many foods like it doesn't always have to be uh oatmeal it doesn't always have to be veggies like i recommend still following the 80 20 rule you can still have fun with it if you've lost your appetite Appetite. You can consume something that's a little bit higher calories that's not going to exactly fill you up But i um, going to kind of give you the calories you need to help you reach your goals if you're looking to gain size or muscle Yeah, your body's pretty good at regulating itself, too It'll usually tell you when you're hungry and when you're hungry you can eat and I mean at the end of the day if you're not like Viciously hungry. It's not the end of the world. I mean if you're trying to bulk up and put on size It's definitely you're gonna have to just kind of tough it out and eat a little bit more maybe find less volume dense foods but i would almost consider that to be a good thing because mm -hmm. most people are constantly hungry myself included i mean i could eat 5,000 calories and want more so i just really got to learn to balance myself out so there's not necessarily anything wrong with that however if you have a more ambitious fitness goal in either direction it can be a good thing or a bad thing but once again usually the body if you're not very hungry you could be eating pretty healthily at your maintenance which is a good thing there's nothing wrong with that at all yeah, so that's all the questions we got from YouTube, but... So 13 and a half minutes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We're already there. Yeah, that's not that's not bad. I guess we'll cut it off there. Uh, yeah. No need to put in these other ones. We'll save them up. We need more questions, people. Make sure you're asking these questions. I'm sure we'll get more from this video, and we can use those for the next Mailbox Monday. But we love answering these questions. They're a lot of fun. So if you have any random question to ask, a lot of people have been sending them on Instagram. We got a lot through there this week and last week. Um, you can send them on Facebook. If you're in our private coaching group, you can always do that there. Um, YouTube, drop a comment on any video. We'll see it one way or another. And we will be sure to answer it and discuss it for this episode. And let us know if you guys, would, or if everyone here would be open to longer episodes. It's something we'd consider doing. Uh, perhaps getting a little bit better audio equipment or something and chatting out longer topics for 30 or 40 minutes. I know sometimes that can be something people enjoy. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on what's going on there. And you got anything else, Kyle? No, just uh, leave a review, please. If you've made it this far and you haven't left a review, uh, it would be you know very annoying. Be uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought as someone walked by. Um. It is very annoying. I'm going to be straight up with you guys because we're delivering this content. You're consuming it. It takes three seconds. Just please do it. Like That's the one way that you can actually give back. Aside from asking questions and listening, just leave a three-second review and uh, let us know how you're enjoying it there because that helps us get out to more people and help more people out. Awesome. Well, that's another episode. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day and make sure you take action on all these tips today and go out there and get it.